Peaches and cream and reality TV dreams, this ATLT is hot with rich, fabulous steam. From wigs to digs, the peach groves of Atlanta is where the shade lives. Let freedom ring, let the white dove sing. Roll the stone away, let the guilty pay. It's Sheree's Independence Day. That's right, folks, welcome back to Housewives Heritage, the show where we dissect, interject, and sometimes project, I'll vomit, onto those housewives that have made our lives what they are today. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about the old schoolers. If you're joining us for the first time, we just love to drink, listen, and judge. I'm Josh, and this is... Kalindi. Hey, girl. Hi. How's it going? It's summertime, baby. I feel feel independent. I feel I'm running down the road to George Michael's freedom. Oh. Jumping in the pool. Freedom 90? Oh, my gosh. We're on track. I was scrubbing. I was you yesterday. I was scrubbing walls listening to Freedom 90. Yeah. Scrubbing walls. I was literally scrubbing my staircase walls. And I was like, how does this bitch clean this much every day? I was like, I'm going to hire somebody just to scrub these walls. I only do my walls once a week. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. I only did mine once every four years. That was the first time I scrubbed that wall. <laughs> but I was like, I, I was, I, I was down there with like a headlamp and I was like, if how cleanliness is next be- to godliness, then baby, you're halfway to hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am because I, uh, I was terrified. I mean, when you get that close to this tier of your stair, it is a little scary and it didn't need it. And I just didn't know how much better it looked when I scrubbed it, but that's why I can't stop. Won't stop. And that's why I clean my cabinets every day because it really does make such a difference. Now I do every day. Now I do have to tell you that when I was done, I didn't think, wow, I'm going to keep doing this. I thought, see you, see you in four years. (laughs) Um, I'm like, like, see, it's worth it guys. (laughs) Matt, pick up your shit. No. (laughs) Get the fucking pledge! Oh, after I watched this episode, I have to tell you that I watched every iteration of Independence Day by Martina McBride. I watched obviously. Her, I watched her performed in 1992, 1996, 2016, and I was like, honestly, I have to say, live, not great. And also, I always forget that everybody in this fucking world is a republic that I like is a Republican. And yeah. I was like, oh wait, we're at the NRA. Oh wait, all these people hate me. I was yeah. like, I'll just listen to the recording. Like, At least you vote with your interests, though. You just idolize the wrong people. Yeah, I don't. I, I I just forget that all rich people are terrible people until you until I see it, and then I'm reminded it's the voice vote voice of Kalindi present. All mm-hmm. rich people are terrible people, or they wouldn't be rich. That's what I hear. Oh, you've affected me, and I, I appreciate it. So glad, so it. glad that comes to you while you're cleaning your staircase. I mean, I mm-hmm. could not be prouder. Yep. Yep, you know, there it is. And so let's, while, while our staircases are clean, let's get ready for some hard-hitting news. What's happening? My father, Smokey Robinson, opened up to the My Guardian. Father, Luke, Smokey Robinson <laughs> is your father. <laughs> You know I've met him, and I confirmed this with him. Yeah, DNA. We're going to take a DNA. He said maybe. He didn't say (laughs) You met Smokey Robinson, and you said, hey, we're going to take a DNA. But this um, obviously confirms even further my theory, because he opened up about his friendship with Diana Ross and admitted they had a year-long affair while he was married to his first wife, Claudette Rogers. And he said, we were working together, and it just happened. But it was beautiful. She's a beautiful lady, and I love her right till today. She's one of my closest people. She was young and trying to get her career together. I was just trying to help her. I brought her to Motown, in fact. I wasn't even going after her, and she wasn't going after me. It just happened. But when you meet people that are this smooth, run! That is, I'm not even mad. <laughs> he was like, in tonight on Motown, this like, is Diana Ross. Yeah, he was like, she really got a hold on me. Oh. He didn't even need to tie. How couldn't she? His wife, you could see the tracks of her tears. He was crying tears of a clown, but I forgave him. It's just, it's a lot. (laughs) It all happened. He was like, she was like, hey, Smokey. Oh, the boss, Diana Ross. (sighs) I mean, I feel like people like her with that kind of magnetism, it would be, you know, it's it's a different kind of. Both of them, you know, know, both of them with his beautiful green eyes, like me, you know, like myself. Like my beautiful green eyes. 
you know, in the orbit. But, Diana but when you when you have people that are talented like that, die on the cross. That's yes. why you're having an affair with die on the cross. Exactly. <laughs> but when you know, you just uh, I totally I hate it, but I understand it. I know. That's why I listen to Martina McBride. I hate it, but I understand it. That's why we keep watching Real Housewives of OC. I hate it, but I understand it. Okay, I have to say, so let's get into some real-time revelations. So let's start with that. I, you know, I have to say, I didn't, I, I, I thought that what they were doing was cute with the, like, in the 1950s, the house, like, blah, 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 that little thing. But I, I, I kind of wanted a little bit more of, like, a preview. I felt like I was, like, we got I thought it was so, dumb. Yeah, but... we got so much with Atlanta. Like, they showed us almost the whole season. And, like, I just didn't think we get a lot, got a lot of clips. Well, I think because the rumor, the word on the street was that it was delayed because Heather saw it and was pissed. Right. And she says, like, oh, I wish I had that much power. But it does seem like a lot of stuff has been cut or it's going to be the worst season ever. Well, and uh, that that it makes sense because remember, we heard that Gina was going to be um, demoted and yeah. Taylor was going to become a housewife. That didn't happen. And if they would have edited it again, they could have edited it. So Taylor was just a friend of again. And right. um, because, I'm, you know, Taylor is clearly on Shannon and Tamara's side. Taylor's been posting up a storm with Shannon. And yeah. we I mean, it's well known that Tamara and Shannon uh, make up like instantly pretty much and we all know they're going to gun for Heather so uh, Taylor's going to be aboard that chugga chugga choo choo well I did I did like that um, so I was reading the description and it was like and then we'll be bringing out people's IMDBs and I was like if we have to take a whole nother season and talk about Malibu fucking country I'm going <laughs> to fucking kill myself <laughs> I'm going to be like I want Gryson to pop up and be like oh no I was in Malibu country too I was going to that offer too I uh, actually was originally offered that role before her <laughs> as myself I just didn't have time to be in Malibu country Tree, I didn't so. even have time to attend the taping. <laughs> oh God! If we have—I mean, honestly, like Heather, give it up. You're not an actress. Like you're Angelina not. Jolie is an actress. Like Alexa right. says, Jesus jugs. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. For, thank you. For, I mean, honestly, another person I love to hate. Oh um, my God, she is great TV. She's like James Kennedy to me, which I know you hate him, <laughs> but I hate him too. I think he's a fucking monster, but. The bitch is so funny. Like, well, he's present like laugh? her. The thing about it is, is that those two people are so dumb that they are good TV in the sense that they like they. That's how they behave. Like yes. in the wild, they're not putting it on. Like Alexis really doesn't understand like that there's a camera on her. Or if she no. did, she would act better. Like you know, right? She, and James is like a maniac. Yes. Like, did you see how manic he, he was on Watch What Happens Live? Like, oh I could not God. get enough. I just wanted to watch it on repeat. But I, he's like I, Raquel. Raquel. I was like Raquel. I and the tongue smoking. Oh my God! So so good. No, he's actually just genuinely nuts. Um, I do like Allie, and I have to say. I do need actual confirmation. I'm talking like straight up court documentation. I it, I find it very hard to believe that this season wasn't re-edited. I mean, this is crazy. This right. is crazy. But it also is crazy to me watching like an affair, a full-blown affair happen like in front of your face. That's why this is interesting. I don't know if we've definitely never seen this on TV where you get to watch it, but also that it is so blatant. Well, like, I mean, it, really it like kind of happened in the beginning of Vanderpump Rules with yes. Ariana. I mean, te they still say they only kissed in Vegas, but they were still besties texting every day while he's with Kristen, and they all work in the same place. Did you see that clip? Oh, or did you? You might have been the one that sent me the clip. Uh, probably. Um, the, the one where he, it's him and Ariana on, Bravo, on Watch What Happens Live, mm -hmm. and, uh, like back in 10 years ago I forgot a how young she was yes she was so young because she's he's like 40 and yeah. she's like 35 36 mm -hmm. so she was only like 25 which I forget about like that's crazy to me um but and he that he uh he was asked if he was gonna cheat on Ariana yeah because he cheated and, and he didn't say no he didn't say no. Well, because he started cheating on her right away with Miami Girl and mm -hmm. all, you know, like, it's just stupid. It's stupid. I mean, I've never been a Sandoval fan. I've always loved Ariana, but never a Sandoval. So it didn't really surprise me. He just has scumbag energy. Like, it just, 
There's for something sure. about like somebody that needs to be in like like the Schwartz's mom is weird. I mean, for me, he even is like a weird version of a narcissist. Like he's the the kelp of a narcissist. Like I, it's just like you're not even that good at being a narcissist. You're just disgusting and slimy. Like yeah. he's he's the uh, uh, like the. He wants to be like a madman, but he's really like a 1960s used. He's Danny DeVito and Matilda. Like that's <laughs> that's what he is. That's what he fucking is. He's a scumbag, oh and he puts sand in your carburetor. So that's I just can't handle. You're it. big and I, you're <laughs> small. I'm big. Yeah, and I can't wait until somebody puts glue in his toupee and it fucking gets pulled off. And I can't just can't. I can't help it. Counting that, down the days, we're gonna do that it. That energy. Yeah, I mean that's. He just, uh, but you know, he, he's good for the show, kind of. I think they should kick him off. They're all terrible, though, but like they're all monsters. And that's what I was saying is to when I was talking with, um, I don't even know who, but I was saying that these men on this show, or if you want to call them men, are very lucky because they're all such monsters. It distracts from the last worst thing they did because now Jackson and Brittany are doing a watch all. And oh, he's yeah. like, and everybody's in love with him again. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. He cheated on her with Faith while Faith was at work watching an old lady. He cheated with Kristen on the couch when Tom was sleeping in the other room. Like, that guy is diabolical. And so now you're taking his side. It, but it always happens like that. Like, Swartz is a monster. All of them are so terrible that the latest, like, scandal always just distracts from all of their other terribleness. And everyone's yeah. like, oh, yeah, let me take your advice. And he's like... Oh yeah, her name's Rachel. His name's Jason. All of you have fake names. Lauren. Right. right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I will say, I Lala really did get lucky that this happened because she would look like the worst bitch in the world. Right. Had this not come out because she has been mean. But I mean, now she can say it was intuition and all that stuff. But I mean But really she was just in a terrible place because yes. of Randall, another fucking monster. You know who's not a monster? Allie. I like Allie. I said men. Oh, no, but, no, but, well, I mean, Lala, Monster, like, they're all, oh. Katie, kind of a monster. I don't know. I think Allie actually is um, Monster adjacent because she's been on reality TV before. In Ohio, I think, right? Uh, I think so. And just like Brittany, Ohio. Yeah. when Brittany drove across the country to live with Jax after two weeks by herself, drove Drove from Kentucky. I'm by pretty herself. sure she rode in the Oscar Mayer weenie van in her yeah. house outfit, actually. <laughs> but just this like that, and just like van. Raquel, <laughs> I feel like that they wanted to be on the show and wanted to be near someone famous. I remember yeah. the first season I watched Britney, and Jax had, that was when, like, he was still, it was Lala's first season, and he, uh -huh. he was trying to come on to her, and Britney took Jax's side, and I was like, if she comes back next season, she's in it for the fame. Because she looks dumb as well, shit. And she got her tits done. And well, all yeah, stuff. of course. Yeah. But yeah, just, no. I think all the Bambi-eyed bitches come mm -hmm. and try to look innocent. And then they're evil. They should uh, They should do an internet. In the, in the Oscar Mayer weenie van, they should drive across country and do Bambi-eyed bitch brunch. Oh my gosh, love that. Honestly, they should. And they go over the speaker money. like the ice cream man and say, calling all Bambi-eyed bitches. bitches. Calling all Bambi-eyed bitches. Mina We're going to Yes, I agree. And you knew, I knew that pure evil was on that screen once again. When Tom Sandoval went up to that bar this week, he ordered three shots of tequila, and that man went to start chill chilling them. And he goes, You don't have to chill him. <laughs> oh my God. He, he just once wore <laughs> shots of tequila. I was like, Although he's warning. Like, we're not 22. You're 40. And I was like, I was Satan's in our presence. Satan's in our presence. This is not here. okay. This is not Ooh. normal behavior. Ooh. Oh my Ooh. God. I literally threw up in my mouth right away. Like it's I have chills. Crazy. Oh. Crazy. You know what else is crazy? Let's get on to the end, the resolution of ba, 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 uh, Pepsi in Thailand. So conclusion happens. Show ended. Whatever. I just need, we need to talk about La Casa Blue or whatever. Oh, so was it Leah that hid it in the bathroom shower? No. So and it was Heather, was and, Heather Whitney and Whitney stole it. And then they gave it to and Leah. And then they to gave it to Leah to get, yeah. I have to tell you, you've called Heather being evil since day one. Thank I, you. There is something about watching this beautiful servant uh, to you, Pepsi, who has been such a great exactly. host, have a complete 
breakdown and literally drive around the whole fucking country trying to find a new bottle and like make and putting him through I of course put through Giselle through it. Like we don't fucking care. Like, yeah. make Giselle miserable. Rinse her wa- her her wigs with that fucking tequila. I don't fucking care. But to watch him have a breakdown. Exactly. And, like and then not just like put it out there so that like be like, listen, I did it, but I I did that because I fucking hate Giselle, but I don't want to see Pepsi go through this. Right. It makes you a bad person. Makes you a bad person. One hundred percent it was bad enough when Candace was being falsely accused. And you know that they already hate each other and that that's what's being perpetuated. Like, uh-huh. that's bad enough. And especially when Whitney is supposed to be besties with Candace now and all this shit. Like, right. that was gross to me. But then, like you said, when I saw Pepsi, it broke him to the core. I was like, I will fucking kill you, Heather. I will I, kill you. And the only thing that I appreciate that it not be giving back. Allegedly. That, I, that was a joke, not a real threat. <laughs> I will run you over to the brink of death. Um, in the weenie mobile. <laughs> in the weenie mobile. On the way to baby I'd bitch, right? Uh, but uh, the only redeeming moment was to see Pepsi come across that lake. <laughs> but how sad was that that he had to go through all of that? You know? I know. It really was. I mean, I was in shock. And, like, I get the joke of it all. And I do get putting Giselle through misery. I just don't understand how you can sit there and watch this poor man. Like, I, it, it just was shocking to me. It was shocking. Right. And that's what Heather never gets. Like, she never gets when to give up the joke or give up the lie. Right. Like, okay, take it, whatever. Like you said, pour it on a wigs. I don't give a shit. Jizzy needs to she, a few. She deserves it. She needs to knock, be knocked down a few stairs, okay? She does. I don't she care. Does. Uh, but, like, Okay, give it up. When she's going on a search and literally taking up every single time you're all together to do faking investigations, I would be like, my God, I've got to go pee. And right. then I would like roll it out into the middle like of the floor or put it behind the bar on the ground or something like, oh no, I just got knocked off the shelf. Right. Who cares? And also, like, at least be, like, more funny and clever about it. Like, I wish she would have, if you're going to do that, she should have, like, hit it in the background of scenes. Like, mm-hmm. there should have been an end game to it where there was, like, something funny that was happening. It then just ended up, like, you look like a mean, lying bitch, yeah. honestly. And maybe that's who she is. I don't know. No, it is. I I do think next season could be the the official rise of Lisa Barlow and the fall of Heather. So we'll see. We'll um, see no, they're goes. they're friends. She Lisa is performing at Heather's Bad Mormon thing. Performing. Yeah. Away in no, a no, manger. No, I swear. I swear. I'm gonna send you the fucking video, well, and then I'm she's buying, like, I'm buying, I'm buying. "I probably sent it to you, and you just didn't watch probably, it, like everything yeah. else." You know, I, I <laughs> honestly, I blame P- Pickles, my assistant. She doesn't get to all my emails; <laughs> they don't get forwarded. Pickles is busy doing victory laps. <laughs> Pickles is busy, and soon she'll be called Corn Dogs. <laughs> I watched that episode. She was like, "Used to call her Pizza because all we used to see was pizza." Now we're only eating pickles. <laughs> For some reason, Sonia's uh, uh, weird, drunk, delusional uh, consciousness made sense to me. I was like, oh, yeah. So now we call her pizza. Totally. So yeah. now we call her pickles. I'm like, now we call her corn dogs. Uh, what a good episode. Okay. Well, other than that, New Jersey. New Jersey, New Jersey. I, I'm done. I just, I, I, can't, I have to tap out. I have to see. I can't get excited and talk. Until we know. They're saying they're bringing all of the ladies back again. And I can't do it. I can't do it. I, I can't. I can't do another season like this. I mean, there has to be. there. If you do it, there has to be a rule where we don't talk. Teresa and Melissa are not allowed to talk about their relationship. No. You know what I, I mean? Like, like yeah. it just cannot be a part of anything. Like, there put shock colors on them. And yes. anytime they say the other one's name, we just... I thought you were, you went, Pashaw! Like, uh, Kennedy Port Pashaw! She was, um, Little Richard in the Smash game. Pashaw! Pashaw! I wish. Cody, baby! Uh, Pashaw! No, I, um, this episode for me, I love, I mean, Marge is a whack job. I love her just, like, out in the middle of the field calling Joe Benigno. I hate how much time we just are giving the husbands makes no sense to me to watch and focus on them that much. No. Um, it's just, it's honestly cringy to watch this group of, I mean, we just don't need to talk about it that much. 
I mean, it is weird for her to ask Bill and Jen two weeks before. I have to say, I think I would like to know, this is when the show, when Girl Trip gets good, when we can talk about like what goes on in the show. Was Teresa told there's not enough pe- people in the cast in the wedding? Because they're filming this. This yeah. is a production thing. Think about Tamara. Tamara had fucking Heather in her wedding, and she'd only known her for two seasons. Yeah, you I agree. I think, I, mean? I think that the contract yeah. wasn't finalized at that point. I think they right. were in discussions to film it, yes. and they hadn't fully decided. You have because to have Dina was still people that people know. Right, and Dina was still going to be in it. And I right. think she had to talk with Dina, like they're offering. Oh, yeah, and she was that's like, what they probably did. They had to replace yeah. her with somebody else that everybody knows. That makes exactly. sense. Exactly. And they were like, okay, let's do this. And then also, I was talking to Taria, and I said, I think that Joe Gorga is in his Dorinda era. Mm-hmm. In his nasty, mean, drunk era, where there's no lightness, no fun left. It's no. just nasty. Well, he's gotten to the point and where Teresa, where he can't blame Teresa anymore. He has to like, it's either just be angry because he can't acknowledge his part in everything. And it's just, I think it's to the point where he's angry and that next year or two, he'll be sad. I think he needs to like, I think he, or he'll just still stay angry. I don't know. It's all so complicated. I think, you know, it, it is sad to watch, but like, nobody's willing to really just let it work. go and move on. Yeah. Like you don't want to do that, Melissa. That's not true. She says that all the time. None of them want to do it. They all can't. Get, it's too big to get past. I do. Yeah. I do think it's just too big to get past. Um, it Honestly, it was their whole lives. It was their yeah. whole life raising their children, which is like the biggest part of your life. I don't know how you could get past it. I, I you, Some things are just too big. I think there's too much that happened. Teresa went to jail. She felt unsupported. Their parents died. They felt unsupported. You know what I mean? You didn't mm-hmm. come see him enough. She blames Melissa because he didn't come see Nona. Like, it's all of these things that are huge that you can't forget. You can't. Right. And, and and that that is the thing. is like, you can't always forget everything. You can't forget, but you can't forget. And it takes the work to not bring it up, but you're not, but you know, like we said, Teresa and Joe aren't the smartest people. They don't, you know, it takes a lot of being present to be able, that's why she needs Louie there to well, just stop. Just yeah, stop to stop and react. Well, and they have generations of talking, yeah. of dealing with Think of their sister, feelings. Rosie's in, well, not even, yeah, exactly. Of just dealing in anger, not right. ever actually coming towards resolution and all of this toxic masculinity masculinity like joe now thinks he's the head of the family and And so he never understands like when you're the man of the family everyone just accepts what you say and so he doesn't understand why Teresa will never just accept it and bow down to him and Teresa never liked melissa because she never bowed down to her and to her parents you know it's all of this like terrible toxic family like cultural shit and then they could just off at like the nice parts when like with that little story when she was like yeah like my parents did that to her like they like just stop right there and remember when there were those little fun parts they just constantly focus on the negative and it's it's exhausting Danielle has worn me out I don't think she was prepared for this show to focus on her personal life I think she was prepared to fight about stupid shit I don't think she was prepared for what this was and it's not good Rachel Fudo needs to not focus on the rap thing. You know, it's just all, it, none of it's interesting to me right yeah. now. Except Beautiful Ireland in that castle. That's what I, I can't love. wait to be, I'm going to be there next week. I'm so excited. Hey, Irish heretics. Scottish right. and, uh, calling all Scottish and Irish heretics. I'll be there. I'll be there. Yeah, well, where are you going to be? You need to hit her up in the DMs. She'll come drink with you. She I'll will. give you my itinerary and have a have some vodka waiting for me, and I'll be there. Yep. And I'll, she can FaceTime me. Yeah. I probably won't answer. Josh won't answer. Exactly. <laughs> he will not answer. Uh, I will call Nathan. He will answer. He will answer. He will answer. My phone is never on. So, you know, <laughs> when you're this important, somebody else takes your call. Uh, I'll call Pickles. I'll I'll get, call she'll Pickles. get him immediately. She'll get him on the horn. <laughs> uh, but I am excited to go into Atlanta and to go move on down the tracks to um, OC. I'm excited for a little, hopefully, it will not wane like my excitement for New Jersey. I'm excited for Atlanta because it never, it never just sits still like this. Yes. 
And I am excited for OC because there is going to be a huge shift in energy. It, it, I hope. There has to be. Tamra is a huge shift. We're going to get Vicky. I'm interested. It is going to be very interesting to see Taylor as like the first. I mean, she's the experimental transplant. We've never done this before to see how she can really interact within a whole group like this. Now, let's see what happens with Gina. Gina's sober. Yeah, when did that happen? She said it was a year and a half ago. You know, you know, she said COVID, blah, blah, blah. Good for her. No, good for her. But I just want to know if she's drinking during filming or not. She's never looked. Yeah, she wasn't. I I think she probably stopped after last season. Um, That's fair. It is fair. I mean, I think what happened was, I mean, Gina and her casita, like, uh, she, you know, I mean, there are people... It is, it is quaint. There were a lot of people living in that small house. I have yeah. to say, like, I, Shannon wasn't being that big of a bitch. I, I mean, this is a little house on the prairie, folks. You might need to move out of OC if you can't afford, like, at least right. for, you know, I'm not being that judgmental. A bedroom I, per two I, kids. I understand, like, that is the situation for a lot of people. And if that's your situation, great. But they have a lot more money and could live comfortably somewhere else. Somewhere, right. Where everybody else is comfortable. So if you're just living in the OC to try to be famous and you're not comfortable doing it and your kids aren't either, then you should probably move. That's all I'm saying. Because yeah, it's just totally. not fair. It's not fair to your kids. However, maybe she, I think what was happening was she was just focusing on the show, which focuses on drinking and COVID and all that. And I think she's kind of turned everything into more of a career and trying to focus on mm-hmm. thriving, which is good for her. You know, she didn't have to before with her other husband. Um, and so it's, I'm great that she's, it's great that she's being able to focus on her and let's hope that brings something. I like Gina. I just don't think Gina works in this show. I agree. So I mean, put her on one of the younger shows, like put her on like Summer House or, you know, like one of the right. fun shows. I, Let her work at Sir. I don't fucking care. I think I, I honestly, I think she would have been great to like make that bitch move back, make her move to fucking New York and let her be in real, start on the Real Housewives of New York new season. She just doesn't, if she doesn't have money for OC, she definitely doesn't have money for New York. Get her a two bedroom apartment and she can, she can travel back and forth. And then, and then her kids can live in her bedroom. Perfect. Uh, see, they can watch themselves. That's what normal kids do in the OC. They take care of themselves. Exactly. Um, yeah. Shannon Bador. Are you freaking kidding me? Uh, I'm not God. a crazy person. I'm not a crazy person. I, 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 I forget how many times that Shannon Bador goes, are you freaking kidding me? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Literally, <laughs> I just rewatched OC, and she says it in, in joy, in anger, and yeah. exhaustion. <laughs> Like nonstop, like when David was doing the Bauer note. Are you freaking kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you every single person he surprised her with? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? A rumor gets started. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you freaking kidding me? I need a Bravo deep cut of all the. Are you freaking? They did on one of the reunions. They went through. No, I mean of all people said. Oh. It would be too long. You would die before it ended. <laughs> I hello. I'd love that to be played at my celebration of life. Instead of like that's all the songs. It's instead of songs. Instead of music, while people come to view me, I just wanted Shannon Bedore's a roll of. Are you kidding me? Are you freaking kidding me? And then the way she whispers it, especially when they're trying not to fun for the kids. Are you kidding me, David? Are you kidding me? I forgot. Okay, that season is gold when they're when when the email where where um Tamra tells. Uh, Heather, Heather and Heather happens to be at a bar with somebody else. <laughs> and then David the hears. And then David hears about it while he's on the trip with a mistress. And then he <laughs> fucking calls him. I was like, so this is real shit. Like, that was real. That was terrifying, too. They were probably at the Quiet Woman, the only restaurant they ever go to. <laughs> only restaurant anybody was there. And the person they were talking about was Kelly Dodd. Kelly Dodd. Yeah, for <laughs> yeah 100%. And, and, and then when she answered the phone to David, she goes, are you freaking kidding me? Uh, Heather bro was there talking about us? Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, And then she get... asked Tamara, and Tamara lies in her face. Literally. I didn't tell Heather. I face. didn't tell Heather. I, didn't I tell swear. Heather. Shannon, I swear. You need to get out. My children are here. You need to leave now. 
I've never. Are, are you kidding me, Heather? I've never been. I've never been kicked out of somebody's home. I was like, well, you kind of were acting like a crazy person. The kids but were. But she there. is genuinely insane. Like watching her from the beginning. Like in her Doctor Moon stuff, like and she's like, we have crystals and put in in our baseboards and like all like she, she's scary. Also, her um, her physical transformation journey. And they didn't have Wi-Fi. Shocking. Yes. Remember that house too. That house was something. Like, and they only lived there for five years. They only lived there for five years. You know what? I was uh, I was reading about the new about Beverly Hills, about Erica Jane talking about Dorit. And I always forget that him, her and PK were only married one year before they were on that fucking Yeah. Track. It is shocking. <laughs> Me and PK, that they've PK. only been together the whole time they've been on that show. Mm-hmm. I, we're, we're still going to have the conspiracy theory that Dorit did not birth her children. I mean, I'm not that that's allegedly. a problem. Like, allegedly. Not that that's a problem, but I just need, I need a, it's like the Taylor Armstrong of it all. Some of these housewives, I need more of a backstory. Like, are you from Connecticut? Is your dad really named, what's her name? Her dad name was named Shalom, right? Is your dad really named Shalom? Can he catch a fly? Like, I just need to know all the, can he catch the, every time she, when she did the catch the fly thing, all I thought of was uh, Pookie from uh, Hey Arnold when she caught the fly. Yeah. She was like, hey, little ninja. Okay, uh, well, let's get, I think we, we covered it all. Anything you want to mention about the Bravo sphere? No, let's go. Let's spin that globe right round, baby, right round. Let's rewind, remind, and go back to September 24th of 2009. Who were we listening to? I got a feeling there's nothing new on the radio. <laughs> you know, it was a, I, I do, I, you know, it's a great song. And uh, Party in the USA, I'm still convinced. I don't know how it, maybe it's because of where I live in Nashville. I can't go out anywhere without hearing Party in the USA. I hear well, it everywhere. Yeah, it definitely is where you live. I hear it everywhere. I'll walk into the most country of bars and somebody will just put on Party in the USA. And I can tell It's you just in your head, actually. What if, yeah, it's actually like Brooks and Dunn. I'm not a uh, freaking crazy person. I'm like, and I put my hands up. Are you freaking kidding me? This is on again? <laughs> It's really just me singing it. I got my cardigan on. Oh, yes. Okay, and in the box, all please. Um, I can do bad all by myself. And on TV, you're watching 24. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Headlines. So what was happening in the news? Producers of the Lion King musical are donating two of the Broadway show's elaborate costume pieces to the Smithsonian's National Museum of American History. On Thursday, museum officials are accepting Simba's mask and the costume for the tribal shaman and show narrator Rafiki to be placed in the entertainment history collection. Wow. Amazing. Shine, shine. Shine, shine. Blessings. That is seriously such a good show, too. Like, wow. So well deserved. Uh, One of the best shows on Broadway, baby. It'll be there forever. I don't Uh, know. Phantom just closed. Well, they're going through personal tragedy. (laughs) Aren't they always? Aren't they always? It's an awful. And, and also, Phantom might come back. You know, it's still in Vegas, right? Vegas. What is it in Vegas? Yeah. Yeah. All the baby yeah, bitches are there. They're they're doing Phantom. <laughs> yeah. Phantom of, the flop Can you imagine? Phantom of the flop drug. It's just drag queens <laughs> doing death drops. Phantom of the drop like the drug. chandelier dressed as chandeliers. <laughs> <laughs> dressed as phantoms, dressed as a boat, and then somebody drops and rides out on them. Oh, oh wow. God. Wow. Honestly, RuPaul. Please do that. Please, please. do Phantom of the Drop Uh I'm ready to see it. Um, and then in celeb, oh, fashions, we were wearing bright retro sunglasses. Okay. Some people still are, like, um, little Rachel. Ra- Rachel So will always wear those retro sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Guys. We're, we're, we're issuing a statement about Rachel Zoe's face. We don't like to talk about people's faces, but we will. Um, I don't know what this beautiful woman with high cheekbones did to herself, but it was too much work at once, and I'm hoping it was just a filter, but Rachel Zoe, go get it dissolved. Well, and, we're, and we're hoping it's going to settle. Like, maybe it was like a face, a lift, like um, an under eye lift or something. Right. And it's, it's just, just it was. You're right. It could have been swollen because yeah. it was a lot. Right. I'm praying for that. Because yeah, she's just, so perfect and so gorgeous. Right. And she looks like she, I mean, honestly, before she had whatever that done, you're right. It could have just been an under eye lift mm-hmm. that made under, because she already, 
what was weird to me is because she's always had such pronounced cheekbones. Like yeah. for her to do her cheekbones would be insane to me or right. to that level. So we're hoping it settles because you're beautiful. You're beautiful. It's true. Okay. And then celeb gossip. Kirsten. Oh my God. Really quick though. Yeah. Speaking of Rachel Zoe, Sophia Richie's wedding was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And her dresses. And Nicole Richie and Joel. I literally woke up in the middle of the night one night because, like, the last thing I had looked at was pictures of her wedding. And I was like, I want to make sure that Nicole and Joel are still really happy. And do they comment on each other's pictures? And I went in a deep dive, and they still do, and they're still so in love. And that's one of my favorite couples. Thank you. I love that that woke you up in the middle of the night. You know what I woke up this morning? You know what? I have to, that reminds me. You know what? I had the weirdest dream. I've been in this weird thing where I um, I kind of hate Megan Trainer. I don't know why, but I do. Oh, join the club. Uh, but she did this weird interview where she was talking about um, Junie from her husband, Junie from Spy uh-huh, Kids. From Spy Kids. Uh-huh. Um, which, hey, shocked he ever got married. But uh, about how large his. Yeah, um, I can't. Uh, first of all, don't believe it. I think that Agreed. she needs to go to the doctor because her puss is so shut. I don't understand what you mean. Yeah, did they give her too many stitches after she Nobody had a baby? Nobody looked at Junie and was like, that's a big man. Like, no. Like, that's um, a Pringles can there. Yeah, like, not happening. But I had this weird dream last night where I was part of the Mary-Kate Nashley Detective Agency, and I had built this whole theory that Megan Trainer had only became famous because she has wanted to be married to Junie from Spy Kids her whole life. Like, I, I was, like, looking at videos of her watching Spy Kids when she was little, and I was like, Olsen and Olsen Mystery Agency. Th- this was literally, I think that Megan Trainer's whole plot in her life has become true, that she just wanted to marry Junie. Because there only needed, there was only one person in this world that he wanted to marry Junie and it had to be her yeah and we have toilets right beside each other so they can take gps that's insane they're that's not normal also stop giving her press sorry megan trainer 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 (laughs) she makes me uncomfortable okay back to celeb gossip somebody that doesn't make me uncomfortable kirsten dunce testified to a manhattan judge about how two years ago she returned to her swanky penthouse uh suite at the Soho Grand to find her 2000 Balenciaga purse or $2,000 Balenciaga purse had vanished from where she left it on the bed taken where Dunst's bag and its cotton contents sunglasses retro probably a hairbrush <laughs> and a wallet holding her California driver's license her <laughs> her bloomies and Bernie Barney's credit cards damn and $2,000 in spending cash the production had given her production gives you spending money <laughs> You know, that's only a Kirsten Dunst request. She's like, I like $2,000 in pennies, please. Thank um, you. <laughs> I, I like to carry them in my Balenciagafers. Um, you know, While I ride the Tower of Terror. Swanky. I mean, honestly, oh, that's what, like $5,000 stolen? Wouldn't you just kind of cancel your cards and go about your life? I don't yeah, know if totally. I have time to go to court. Like, Yeah, especially because she has to, like, testify, I'm pretty. Oh, right. she does. She testifies, yeah. Like, somebody that has bring it on money? Like, come on, girl. Yeah, like, you're, you're fine. And she's, she's been famous forever. She was in Tower of Terror when she was a kid. She was in Jumanji. Yeah. Oh, my God. But wouldn't it be so funny if you were Kirsten Dunst, what I would do? is every time I would stay at a hotel, I would just hang out in the elevator and try to scare people and send them to think that we were on the Tower of Terror. <laughs> As an adult? Yes! <laughs> I, I, I just, like, like, sit there looking gloomy. What if she did a whole segment? She started Tower of Terror. Then, she, then as they got off the elevator, she chased them down as, like, a monkey <laughs> Manji, and then when she got in the room, she became Bring It Torrance from Bring It On. She was like, "Just give me a little, a little ride in my career." With the spirit, the spirit stick. Yes, she drops the spirit stick and then just walks out of the room. (laughs) 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 Oh, and 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 whispers, "She's still big red." Um, (laughs) terrifying. Uh, you know, you know, go fiscal queen. Kirsten Dunst is not going to lose a penny, and honestly. (laughs) She probably shouldn't have, like, because she's got to, she's got to save that money. She's got to save that money. I don't know. She's probably getting a lot of royalties still, but. She's still in a lot of stuff. I just saw her in something. Really? What was that? I'd like somebody to, like, justify that she's in a lot of stuff. Are you freaking kidding me? Are you kidding me? She's in Spider-Man. She was in, um. Oh, yeah. She was in something. I forgot that she's, uh, she's in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Yeah, she is the uh, original. I, I did. did like, I really I did. Just the Tobey Maguire era. I do like that era. And James Franco and Willem Dafoe. 
Defoe. Willem Defoe. Willem Defoe was born with a face that he could not not be a villain. I watched something the other day and he was a villain. When you have a face like that, you always have to be the villain. Yeah. It's shocking. But okay. that, that's a fun role. I would want to be the villain. It too. is a fun role. You get a lot of, take a lot of liberties and you can be your true psycho self. Yeah. Uh, we should do, they should do a horror, a terrible sorority horror movie with the Bambi died bitches. Oh, called, yes. Called, oh, yes. yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They should do a remake with Paris Hilton of the wax. What what is it with the the House of Wax? It is yeah. full of the baby died. <laughs> the wax museum. Yes, absolutely. Except their fillers just run out of their face, so their faces just look like they normally would if Love they it. hadn't got plastic surgery. Look yeah. into that. Look into that. Okay, so we're. What is this episode called? Precious pocketbook. Okie dokie. Okay, let's get ready for the precious pocket, my precious. Open. We open at Kim, and she's at Corey's house. And Corey has a nice house. I yeah. Don't, I don't know I why I didn't scene. realize that Corey was rich. But... Same, same, same. I, I remember the scene, but I don't remember that being Corey's house. Mm, yeah, I honestly just thought that Corey was Kim's, like, normal friend. Yeah. But she's also very wealthy, and Kim's covering her scars i had forgotten about her fall when she said that i was like what'd she do get her knees done <laughs> thanks dr dwarfman um and so she's covering her scars and since her fall you know big papa sympathetic queen um sent her to the bahamas because she had such a traumatic experience mm-hmm. he was uh, like oh wow you i don't want you to have to be in atlanta where the fall occurred what's get happening with your knees kim is you just can't walk okay <laughs> <laughs> It's actually uh, white cut your sandals. <laughs> and then she says that Big Papa surprised her and the girls on this Bahama trip and that she had the time of her life because uh, he took them to dinner. He played with the girls in the ocean. We gambled a little bit, which is the real way. Uh, which is, Kim's heart. Yeah. Uh, and by a little bit, she means like two, her whole mortgage. Yeah, for two years that she has to pay at one time. Yeah, the two hundred fifty thousand yep. that she because she's a big gambler. Loves to gamble. While the kids were in the ocean, she had a roll <laughs> uh, of, of scratch offs the size of the beach, just roll of scratching, scratching, scratching. I love somebody like Kim that just keeps pennies in her wigs to scratch off. <laughs> she's like, there's time to scratch off. I love somebody that spends as much. I couldn't believe when they were in Destin, when they were going down to Destin, and she would just buy whole rolls of scratch offs. Oh my god! And when they would go into the casinos and stuff, and they would spend. Oh, it was. Sick. I mean, it makes sense. Makes sense seeing where they are now. Allegedly. Yeah. I literally, um, don't you remember I would always text you every yes. time we would watch that and I'd be like, she spends more than the Kardashians. This does not make sense. This does not make sense. No, like, and she did. And mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense. Um, so basically they're back together and uh, Corey says that he's the love of your life. Kim, he's the love of your life. She, uh, she has, uh, he has, they have together what is called the X Factor. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so... And Kim isn't ashamed of dating Mary. That's what she said. I'm not ashamed of dating Mary, man. I was like, okay, obviously. Um, then we go to Sheree and Tanya. And they're walking into a venue for her Independence Day party. This is more of a, um underground burlesque club or something mm-hmm. that's going on here. She's doing something small, just 50 people or so. Um, uh, and it is a big change from helicopters and the expectations she had before. Um, Jamie, the lady she's renting it from, had such a blunt uh, cut on her hair. I, the, I, I forgot about blunt cut bangs. You don't see them as much. And we get a lot of those this episode. Um, and, you know, it's a nice place. This is really what Sheree should have been planning the whole time. Mm-hmm. Something a little more manageable for Sheree. Yeah. And no fashion line. Yeah. Just this. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. And Lisa and, and Lisa and Candy are at rehearsal for the pocketbook monologues. Um, yep. Lisa so eloquently puts it as a play about people talking about their twat. I was wow. like, thanks. Thank, wow. Poetry. Are you freaking kidding me, Lisa? <laughs> about, she was like, it's a, you know, it's about people talking about their twat. And I was like, oh. And then Lisa does her run through. Mm-hmm. And, and she um, runs. She, she runs through it. She speeds on down through her closed pocketbook monologue. Yes. And uh, the director tries to slow her down, a la Ramona to um, uh, Avery. Uh, Avery. It's a tomato. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Lisa, it's like Avery. Lisa doesn't agree. 
Lisa yes. does not agree. She was running through that second part really quick. And, and when uh, I first talked to him the first day, I was really like, I was like, what? What? Yeah. And then she does do it how she likes. We don't know if it's going to be delivered that way later. But you can tell that Lisa doesn't take criticism well. She mm. was very offended. And always the professional queen, Candy. She had memorized everything. She hadn't acted in a long time. And she gets up there and she fucking kills it. Oh my god. She's so Chill. good at everything. She made her director cry. I it I mean she she it was like the first read through. Lisa didn't even know half the words and Candy comes in with like full blown Lion King performance. Like mm-hmm. it was like everything. I was like, "Oh god. Like record it, book it, tape it. Honestly, Candy do all the roles." Yes. Like let's make this a one woman show. She's just such a professional person. It is like you see it later. She's just so good at everything that she does and it isn't only because she's talented she puts the time and the work into everything yes it's really admirable i i i, I think that because we've been with candy so much now we forget we forget this part of candy where they're intricately showing how she is the boss she is the boss mm-hmm. like it's crazy how she's built I mean, it's it's just really respectable. And you don't really see people like her on these shows, to be honest, that are, you know, she really is worldwide, bitch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She's worldwide. Um, And then we go, and Nini's here to meet with Denini. Um, (laughs) That's what I kept saying. That cracked me up. Denini. (laughs) I'm Nini, and this is Denini. Denini. She said, Next I will time we go out, that's what we're going to say her name, sir. Her, really na- her real name is Carol, but she goes by Danini, the ghostwriter. Danini. Yes, Danini, the ghostwriter. Um, and Nini was born in Europe, but raised in Athens. Um, I didn't know she was born in Europe. I forgot about that. Uh, and she, her, her complicated father's story, and she wants to take Danini down to Athens to see where she ran around. And she was like, this much, you know, for sure. Um, and she wants the book to be juicy. She hates a book and memoir, like we all do. Um, mm-hmm. Like, like Kristen Jenner herself, uh, where it doesn't really tell that many secrets. Calling out that memoir didn't really give us that much. Mm. I loved it though. It was good. It just didn't get, it gave us enough because I think what it is, is now looking back, I, we know so much about them. Yeah. Her life it gave was, us her old stuff. Like yes. her, the affair. The affair was the juicy part. Honestly, her life would have been a great TV show. Mm-hmm. I want to see her in her twenties. Cause she was, she was flipping them and tricking them and, um, but I did love that because they kind of got into that on the show when she went to meet Todd behind, not Todd Cranes, uh, <laughs> behind Bruce's back. Yeah. Bruce, Caitlin, but Bruce then. Um, yeah. and, okay. And so then we go to, after Denanis, we go to Sheree. She's coming out to meet Rosin, who does portraits, um, huge, massive portraits shoulders up because that's the gift that she's giving herself in the world a portrait of herself she has brought a green strapless gown and then a sheer purple top um the woman suggests that she wear the purple top because it's really only like uh cleavage up and yeah so she'll look naked right so she'll look naked and when the woman suggests that Shrey goes we're gonna go with the other one (laughs) she's like naked that's what i'm going for so she sits her rosin Okay, this is where I need a little more timelines. We'll get to this later. We'll get to how quick this is done. But um, these are very lifelike portraits, which I don't like to question art, but I will. And I will question it later, Rosin. I want to know, I want to know the intricacies of what goes behind one of these. If it's all painted, if there's some printing and some paint by, it seemed a little paint by number to me. Not that it wasn't impressive. They were were all beautiful. They were all very beautiful. And I'd love one of myself. I'd love one for free, honestly. But um, I just, I I would like to know the technique that comes behind this only because it seemed like this was produced very quickly. And for how large it is, I mean, we'll get for how large it is. It was unveiled and I was very much, are you fucking kidding me? It's so big. (laughs) It's so big. Like, where do you hang that? Um, Now is uh, Papa back in her life. Kim likes to treat herself. Yeah, as soon as she got that credit card back, Shit. she's <laughs> like, 
We are having a home shopping party. Bring me every single she thing. She says, bring, bring in that, that gal, that jeweler from Mustard's Gala. Bring her in mm-hmm. here. Come on. Bring her on in here. So she, you know, th- there was a very reasonable 18 or like 30. 17 carats. Yeah. Which was only $3,000. $3, I thought that was beautiful and worth it. I agree. I was like, wow. I wanted it. I was like, this is a steal. I almost what a bought budget. Mustard's jeweler. I almost yeah. bought her. Yeah, I was like. And then I went back on what I was thinking because then they put this strange chain mail. Hideous necklace. forever 21. Yeah, which I was, and that was 32,000. And I yeah. was like, what? Did the price tags get switched? <laughs> right? They were like, oh, they were like, oh, she'll pay 3,000 for this. Let's charge her 32 for this. <laughs> um, so she um, is going to ask Big Papa for that. Yeah. Um. It, 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 she get, this is one of the first times we see her looking there. She, oh my god, I'm just so gorgeous. I'm she so good looking. I'm so good looking. She never feels more beautiful than when she's spending somebody else's money. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt about it. Um. And so now Sheree's coming to see the portrait in the work. So she's coming to get um kind of another setting. So I think he can get more of the she by Sheree essence. Yeah. And she brings um, her mother. Her mother, who I love her mom. Her mom yeah. just seems like a normal, down-to-earth person. Um, and, and, and Stray talks about that, about how they seem to have a really good relationship. And her mom's one of those moms that listens and lets her make mistakes, and it's just always there for her. And I was like, you go, Sheree Coco's mom. You, you go. go, Chateau Thelma. <laughs> yeah, you go. So good. Um, and then um, they unveil, I mean, this is, I have to tell you, like, it's like a six-foot portrait of Sheree's head. Like, it's insane. Love like, it. just her head. And her mom goes, shows the innocence in her eyes. It really brings out your innocence. Um, but this is when I needed a timeline, because I'm not questioning this man's ability. I It was just so big. But did you do that in a week? Yeah, I because I'm like, do you take a picture, print out the, the picture, picture, and, and then, then you paint over because it? Because even just doing the beautiful blending to get the coloration and to like right. make it look and emote the way he did is a talent in itself. Absolutely. But I just want to know the process because yeah. I was because if it's what if it's kind of like the print and then it then it's going to be cheaper than what I think. I thought it was originally, and I actually might want one. <laughs> you know yeah. I, mean? like I want to know if I can afford it, basically. And I would like one that's a little bit more full body, but not just my head. I never. Oh, I love my head. head. I would love just oh. my head. I mean, I have a Tyra Banks five head. Can you imagine if you blew it up that high? <laughs> you, the Oompa Loompas <laughs> would be able to dance across head. my forehead. <laughs> it's not good. Yeah, not good. Um, okie doke. So then we go to the night of the pocketbook monologues. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, Lisa does good. Lisa is one of those people that's just like, this isn't her thing. Acting is yeah. not her thing. But, but she, she thinks everything her thing is her thing is right. the problem because she still uses her note card, which is fine. Yeah. But then when she gets off, she speeds through it like she wasn't supposed to. Mm-hmm. And then I'm she a says, tomato. <laughs> yeah, I, a tomato. Uh, a tomato. Uh, but then she gets off stage and says she thinks she did really, really well. Yeah. She really, you know, she does think a lot of herself. She doesn't need cheerleaders because she's her biggest fan. So, mm-hmm. um, and I then, respect that. Yep. And then Candy should have just done everybody's part. I mean, just yep. blows it out of the water. Even, Even though her mic falls. Yeah. I mean, th- that was what was impressive to me. She can take a stumble. She takes a knock and then keeps on rocking. Because mm-hmm. that's the thing is, like, I think that that would have completely thrown Lisa off. Oh, totally. Like, it, it would rattle you. to restart or leave yeah. the stage. And Candy still killed it. And cries. Like, cries. it was so, it was very powerful. And so believable. And she was given the right one. Oh, it, yeah. Because she could really deliver that one. That one was a hard one, much harder than Lisa's to even do. Oh, And she yeah. fucking killed it. And Dwight even compliments her. Yes. Her Mama Joyce is so proud. The she old is. lady gang is so proud. Everyone this, is yeah. so happy. Mama Joyce really shined in, in this episode and in the next. We'll see her. But I, I saw a lot more fun in Mama Joyce. Mama Joyce has fun with the girlies. Never has fun when there's a man around. Oh, <laughs> totally. totally. But she is fun with the girls. Yeah. Um, calling out girls. Calling out Bambi and I bitches. <laughs> Dot. Kristen Doty. Um, <laughs> please, somebody get this. Somebody, I call, we're, we're going to, 
we need to hit them up on the DMs. And no, but instead of calling them, more. instead of calling them doctor, you have to say Bambi, Kristen, Jody. <laughs> yes, I think we do need the Bambi I pitched for. And Bambi, I, Brittany Cartwright. Oh, Brittany Cartwright. You know, I should travel to her home. I, I should, I should stalk her a little bit. I, you know, we lived in Nashville when they did their wedding, and I was. I thought they did their wedding in Kentucky. They did, but it's only like two hours from here. Oh, okay. And so I was very tempted to drive there and just sit out front with a, a Jello cart uh, vending machine and sell Jello shots to everybody that was coming in. Well, that um, was just, a missed opportunity. It was. It was. It was. It was. You know, I didn't have the confidence two years, three years ago, to approach Bambi Night Bitch as I do now. <laughs> as I do now, I had a lot of fear of the uh, of, of of being sued. And Lisa yeah. Vanderpump, and still do, um, and still do. Um, so then Kim walks in and calls Ariana Piglet, maybe a little uncomfortable, but still funny. Um, and then Ariana, like a piglet, is begging for cupcakes at midnight. And, at midnight, and can't. And Kim has a large glass of Chardonnay, as she would at midnight, and is like, "Nanny, take her away. Where's the Diana! nanny?" Get her out. It's before it's the pre-sweetie. Yeah, it is. Nathan was watching with me. He goes, "Where's sweetie?" I was like, "I was like, yo, sweetie's here, just not here yet. She hasn't been hired yet. Yeah. She's just a friend of currently. We'll see her a little bit later." Um, and I was like, "What about the nightly schedule that we saw the other day? Where you like, where you all have to get into bed? You gotta get to bed. You already not have tonight. Chick Fil A. Kim's gotta meet with uh her big papa after he goes." tucks his wife into bed. Yep, so she's got to get that $32,000 necklace. <laughs> that beautiful chainmail piece. Um, it's ever, nobody can live without that. And then we go to Candy and Lisa at Candy's home. Which she um, bought at 19. Yes. Uh, very impressive. And she did what she you should do. So she kind of bought this house and then built all the buildings and kind of made it the complex that it is. Mm-hmm. Beautiful pool. Yeah, she's so smart. She, she should teach a finance class with Vicky. She, they really should. I mean, honestly, they should go in together. Yeah. Um, and then Lisa gives a, a great advice to Candy because Candy feels really stuck into the, the middle of the Nini and Kim situation. She's like, just stay out of it. And that is smart advice. I mean, it really definitely is smart advice. And you know, I this is a very complicated, nuanced situation where, unfortunately. We'll get into it a little more, but it's there is a lot of past here and the wheeling and dealing and divisiveness of the way that Kim handles this is realistically the problem all of all of this, yeah. not exactly what happened. Because it is Kim only wanted it because it was successful and was gonna be good. But if it was gonna be like a joke and wasn't gonna be successful, she would have let Nene be on it. Right. And so like there is a lot of it's it's hard because I understand where Nene's coming from later. And let's just get to it. Let's get to it. So Lawrence is giving a new look, um, a new look to go go with Charade's old attitude. Mm-hmm. Um uh, Jamie's blunt cut bangs are coming back and we're gonna oh, yeah. Charade a good blunt cut bang. But Charade's butt bang is good. It's a good bang. She just has a good face. She has a good face that can work with a lot of hair. The only complaint I had about this bang was more for like a, a practical sense. It was like right at her eyelash. Oh, yeah. That's and not a bang you can rock every day. It was irritating to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, because I could tell that like when she was taking pictures, she looked phenomenal. But you know, she could feel it in her eyes the whole yes. time. And that's just not always the most fun. It's like when Kim finally starts getting those better wigs, but still doesn't know how to style them. And the hair is in her face, so she has to wear the clip at yes, all times. all that, that barrette that's always there. Yes. Yeah. The, uh, the wig's not from Party City, but the barrette is, honey. Yes. <laughs> so, and then I loved Trey's makeup artist was get, uh, doing her makeup in her kitchen. And literally, to check her makeup, she gave her the smallest Barbie mirror I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> She's like, you're great. You're great. It was like such a small mirror. It was hysterical. So Kim enters the on crutches. On crutches, where we have seen her multiple scenes since then. Yeah, she was fine at the pool. She was fine at the jewelry shopping. Yeah, except for her scarred legs. She was fine. She was fine at midnight cupcake. No. (laughs) 
Midnight Cupcake's a show I would watch. I don't know what it's about, but I want to see what's going on at Midnight Cupcake. <laughs> Midnight Cupcake's her stripper name, for yeah. sure. Um, and so she's on crutches. At first, I thought they were covered in cheap Michael's florals. And then I was like, is this like tied, like cut yes. fabric? I didn't yes. know what was around it. I, I think uh, Brielle got a little crazy with the crutches. I that was the time. Okay. I, you're not going to remember this. But this. Oh, are you saying I'm old? Are you saying no, that I was no, half, I'm saying in, that you half were, in the Kentucky Fried Chicken bucket? No, bitch. Though? I'm saying you didn't do all star cheerleading. You don't know. Okay. I, well, my name was Midnight Cupcake. Do and you I remember like it, when you were on the Midnight Cupcake team? And <laughs> the, mid, it the Midnight was big. Cupcake train to Georgia, yes. Uh huh. Yes. When you were on the Midnight Cupcake train uh, to Georgia, mm -hmm. and everyone loved to, um, you cut the sides of your shirts and tie them. Oh, yeah. I remember other. that. Yes, I okay. do remember that. And then also, they would sell these flip flops that had like that tied fabric in your team colors. Mm. On okay. Them. I recall seeing those two. So, so this was something that we took another step and did crutches. Exactly. So I'm thinking that they had the fabric laying around for mm. Tiana to do their flip flops. Yes. It was probably, do you think it was Subway, Fazoli's or Chick-fil-A night? And then they were All born of them. And had to order Tiana to do something. Yes. Yes. Um, and so I think that they, they did it on her crutches. Yeah. Well. It was an interesting choice. Um, she has a hairline fracture. Um, and Allegedly. Allegedly. Nini comes in and I just love her giggle and cackle when she sees Lawrence and he shows her the friend. She is just so happy and gets so much joy out of like having just a little kiki with him. It just made me happy. I love seeing Nini like that. Me too. Um, it's just, it's the best of Nini and it's truly, it's great to see. So Sheree is super late to her own event, of course. Um, and this is, this is where there's clearly been conversations that's happened and Kim has been slithering around and not being honest about what's As going usual. on with this song. Yes. But before that, when Sheree arrives, she's oh. like giddy. Mm -hmm. And did you notice when she's posing for all of the pics, she makes these little faces in between pictures, like purses her lips like oh, with yeah. glee, like, damn, that was good. Smile yeah. again. And damn, you're hot. Like, I loved it. Yeah, that like all of us do. She was loving it, and she was also like different angles. And this mm -hmm. was also before you could really check all your pictures appropriately. So like, yeah, yes, they were digital, but like you couldn't really see as much. You know what I mean? Like you just had to shoot and go kind yeah. of things. And so you you had to make as get as good as many good ones as you could. Exactly. And she looked great. She did look really good. She looked really happy. Um, and she filled that room. She's like uh, Ramona. She got mm -hmm. 50 close girlfriends. Exactly. So back to that snake, Kim. So she's been, she, I feel like she's just not had a direct conversation with Nene about this song. Um, and so Nene comes in and she says she doesn't care. And I don't think that she necessarily cares about the song. She cares about what the Kim. Is, yes, the Kim of it all. This is just something that Kim does. And it's realistically about the moral of the whole thing. Right. It's it's about you being sneaky, about you not wanting to share success. Um, and and so fucking Nini lets her have it. And she, because her feelings are hurt, she hurts Kim's feelings. She, she's yep. like, well, you can't sell the song without me. And honestly, Kim couldn't have sold that song without Candy. Oh, no, the way no, 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 so, no, 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 never. So because because um, Nini had heard the song done, you know, I would assume that if Kim was just going to do the song and there was no candy, she couldn't have sold that song without Nini. 100%. So she needed somebody to help her sell that song. It just wasn't going to be Nini because she had already got candy to do it. So, mm -hmm. um, so Nini says she didn't want to be on it. And then Nini just gets really frustrated. And I do understand, like, saying, like, you can't sell that without me to Kim's face. I understand, like, that's not going to make Kim feel good. And I... And I don't think it necessarily made Nini look great, but I, you know, you have to think about, you know, nobody's acknowledging Nini's feelings in the whole situation. She was the one that picked Hardy for the party. Exactly. Kim didn't even want to do that one. No, and she wouldn't have had Nini not made it a big thing. Yeah, probably, and said how fun it was. She probably would have never had a song, honestly. Her whole storyline would have just been crutches, big papa, and chainmail this season. Like that's chain all smoking and chainmail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chainsmoking and Chainmail, also a good like YouTube show. Ten minutes with Chainsmoking and Chainmail with Kim. Um, 
And so she gets frustrated. And um, so does Kim about this conversation, which I kind of understand both sides of it. And then Kim, Kim leaves. She leaves. Um, and then poor Candy gets, unfortunately, is in the middle of all of this. Yeah. Um, so before they really get into it, we have the unveiling of the portrait of Sheree's face. <laughs> which she loves. She does love. It is beautiful. It is just huge it's huge it's a big picture of her face but it is beautiful and it it does exemplify her um her innocence for sure Mm -hmm. um and then so then candy just honestly candy doesn't give a damn she doesn't really care about this she just is trying to do her job and shouldn't be in the middle of this and then nini is getting a little loud and this is this is what i remember from candy in season two the we're gonna bring it on down uh, like i'm about to stop talking to you right now <laughs> before i blow up on your yes. ass i loved it and we have to remember that candy's the only sober person in these rooms candy activated like makes me tingle in places i didn't know existed like she, i live for it and she is on like her face <laughs> turns yeah. and I, i'm scared mm-hmm. i'm scared it is like oof. and um and you know i i was it candy being sober does help because she's able to she just walked away yeah she walked away and that was the right thing to do because it could have become bigger than what it was Sashay away and it wasn't about those two so um then then that's that's it. We kind of end on the sachet away. Well, we end on delusional charade saying how the oh, night yeah. was all about her and how much she loved it. Oh, yeah, of course. And, and, at the end, this was all about me um, and her Independence Day party. Uh, yep. It's Independence Day, y'all. It's Independence uh, Day. Who was your saint and sinner? So my sinner was that chainmail necklace for 32000 didn't mm-hmm. love, didn't love. Um, and then my saint itself was Candy's entrepreneurship and her compound. Yeah. I, I love the story of buying this when you're 19 and then making it your own uh, area. And she did that with her new house too. Yeah, she's she's so she's a boss ass bitch, man. She really boss is. Ass bitch, bitch, like, bitch. Mm. yeah. Don't sleep really on is. Candy. No, nobody sleep on candy. She's going to give me a cavity, baby. Uh, <laughs> and what about you? My center was those uh, wacky, unnecessary decorated crunch- crutches. <laughs> that uh-huh. hairline fracture realness. Mm-hmm. She has a hairline fracture, but it's not in her foot. It's not even um, on her hairline because we don't know where that starts. Exactly. That's a chili. <laughs> um that's in the two for one margarita area. She's drinking some Canyon Road Chardonnay, honey. Uh, that shit, Oki is damn day. <laughs> and my saint was Ariana's midnight cupcake. Oh, who doesn't want a midnight cupcake? Oh, well, guys, next week we'll be getting into a performance of a lifetime, and we'll we'll. We'll wrap up Tardy for the party and we'll see what happens. Will there be prairie dresses? You'll see next week. Thanks for joining Stay us. Stay tuned. Follow us on Instagram at Housewives Heretics underscore and give us five star review and a rating or five star rating and review. And a five star review and a five star rating. And it honestly send me five stars in the mail. I love a star. Satchels full of gold, golden full satchels. Golden full satchels, not Katie's boyfriend's satchel. No. Not poor satchel, poor wet-haired satchel. Anyways, uh, Amy Mitches. Stay blessed, y'all. Thank you all for filling the pews and joining in our irreverence. Join us every week for our sermons by rating, subscribing, and submitting prayer requests at everywhere you listen to podcasts. Although we praise our dear daddy Andy and heavenly home of Bravo, Housewife Heretics is not in propriety of Bravo, Evolution Media, or any subsidiary of the Housewives. These are strictly our opinions, and they are jokes like funny, haha. For direct celestial connection, you can send your confessions to housewivesheretics at gmail.com and check our season playlist, weekly drink specials, and our lives at our Instagram. So we'll see you there. Amen, Amen, bitches. bitches.